welcome back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself. Happy Monday, everyone. This is a stand-up comedy and lifestyle podcast based in Greenville, South Carolina. My name's Dave, David Baker. It's the week of April 11th, 2022. And... um Thank you for listening. I hope you're having a good start to your Monday. I'm recording this on Sunday morning. I feel like a bag of dicks. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I feel all right. I feel all right. I think it's the pollen uh, here in uh, Georgia, South Carolina. Well, Georgia and in South Carolina. I remember it really bad when I was in Atlanta. The pollen just like it's everywhere. <laughs> all the cars start to look like bumblebees. Um, had a great weekend this weekend. Um, I, uh, we, we had a show, I did a show with Corey Knox in Lincolnton, North Carolina and oh my gosh, awesome audience. We had, it was at a brewery. We had like 60 people there and, uh, it was really fun. Um, Corey is a comedian from Nashville. Go follow him. And the people there were so great. And, uh, some people followed us on social media. If anybody was there from that show, you guys are freaking awesome. And I really needed it because I had another show on Friday where I did horribly. It was it was just not a good show. It was just a small show. It was fine, but uh, but yeah, it's a good weekend. Good weekend. Um, and I'm very excited. Uh, this is episode forty nine. I'm very excited. Uh, this is our second um, recurring guest. Very popular uh, her first episode is very popular we all love her in the greenville comedy scene whitney rayner whitney it's whitney bitch that's what's on her instagram i'm not calling her a bitch um yeah whitney moved to la um several months ago and it was like late last fall that she moved and um she's moving and grooving in the la comedy scene so this is a really fun episode we caught up with uh what whitney's been up to so if you don't know Whitney Rayner, she was on episode, I forget the number episode, but she was on a previous one, one of the first, one of the first 20 episodes. Um, she's great. Uh, she's, I mean, she's really mean to me, but she's nice to everybody else. So whatever. But uh, yeah, in this episode, um, we just catch up. She gives me shit about my hair. Um, we find out how many celebrities she slept with to advance her comedy career uh, since she's moved to L.A. Uh, I won't spoil the number for you. Um, and open mic scene. She talks about a heckler story. She talks about going into the L.A. comedy store for the first time, just checking out the scene. Uh, and it was a good interview. Really enjoyed catching up with Whitney. Get to know Whitney. Follow her at all the links below. Oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, please, if you uh, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and comment. We're going to be continuing to put stuff out or i am on this channel so i would appreciate it if you subscribed do it hit the bell all right um i uh you'll i i think you'll enjoy the interview with whitney before we do the interview though here's what's going on this week in local comedy the week of april 11th 2022 this is around the greenville area so if you're not from here skip ahead um two minutes to the interview so tonight, Coffee Underground, it's our local uh, Monday night open mic hosted by No Expectations Comedy, Travis Thubbin, Craig Holcomb, 
get there. Uh, it starts at seven, get there at six 15 to six 30 to sign up. Um, on Tuesday, we have a couple of mics, uh, art bar in Columbia. That's hosted by Patrick Fowler. Um, DM him to make sure you get a spot on the list that starts at eight 30. Um, and we also have uh, Mike in Asheville, hosted by James Herod. It is the, what is the name of it? I'm blanking on the name. Auditorium. Auditorium. That's it. And that one starts, I think, at 9. So uh, you got a little more time to drive up there. But James Herod. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't even have that written down. Nice. Wednesday, Radio Room, hosted by Adam Schulte. Okay, the Radio Room is actually back. I announced this in previous weeks, and it was wrong. We, there was a music act. It is happening this week. Radio Room, at, um, hosted by Adam Schulte, 8 o'clock, no cover. Um, DM Adam to sign up or get there early. Uh, Thursday, Jokes Out Loud at the Comedy Zone. This is um, $10 cover there, 8 o'clock, hosted by Brandon Rainwater. Um come on out sign up for that is on sunday nights at five o'clock at the jokes out loud facebook page so uh, you got to sign up in advance for that one um on friday this is um this is where i'll be i'll be in atlanta uh benjamin brown hosts the late night friday open mic uh at the dynamic el dorado in atlanta this is from 11 p.m to 1 a.m and uh i'll be doing some time there as one of the feature comics can't wait to check that out benjamin brown awesome i haven't even I don't know if I've met him officially yet, but he found the podcast and invited me down there. And so if you're in Atlanta, I would love to, you, you want to come out or, um, Matt Addy, come out to that mic. Um, and this weekend at the comedy zone in Greenville, we have, um, our celebrity comic is Tony Roberts from Detroit, another Michigander. Um, he's going to be performing on, um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. On Friday, two shows at 7 and 9. Saturday, two shows at 6 and 9. And Sunday, one show at 7 o'clock. Tickets available at GreenvilleComedyZone.com. All right, that's it for local comedy. I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoy my interview with Whitney Rayner. Here it is. Waiting for Whitney. I'm here. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? I feel like this is more for show, this mic. I can hear you. Great. Um, what's up? Your hair is almost as long as mine. Yeah. Do you think it looks mullet-ish? Or do you it looks bad. Oh, shut up. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of compliments on this. That's what you say when it's like when people have like weird, a weird outfit. They just compliment it because they feel uncomfortable. They don't know what else to say. I do that all the time. What? What? I are you, a good friend. Is your hair that great? I mean, yeah, my hair's good. What's the longest you've ever had your hair? Yeah, since college. Used to be like down to there. Hmm. There. What do you yeah. have? On, yeah. What do you have on your wall there? Is that a flag? Or is that a piece uh, of no. art? Art. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Did you always have that? Yeah, you never came over, so you wouldn't know. Hmm. Had that since like. A long time yeah you know all about the art at my place though i don't is it art i don't <laughs> no i don't have art here's what i have actually did i have the seinfeld rolling stones poster last time i saw you you did i did okay you're dead all right then nothing else is new 
actually, that's new. You know what that is? Your award? No, that is a uh, framed tweet of Norman McDonald. Actually, it's oh. it's reversed, isn't it? No, no, I can see it. So this is when. Um, no, I remember. Yeah. No, I, that is frameworthy. You think you don't think it's corny? No, I like it. Okay, cool. No, I would do the same. So you want me to cut my hair, but keep the tweet? Oh. Keep the tweet and the beard, but cut the hair. Like our first podcast, hair was a good length for you. Hold on one second. Oh, it's going to fall. I'm worried if I cut it, though, I'll regret it. And then I'll have to wait. It'll another... come back. <laughs> what? It'll come back. Maybe. I'm thinning. Or you'll go bald. That's what happens. Well, Whitney, um, thanks for coming back and doing the podcast. Am I the first repeat? Uh, no. Adam Schulte beat you. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You're the first repeat that I asked. Adam and I kind of discussed. He's like, dude, want to do it? Yeah. So we we kind of talked about, but then I was like, okay, you were the first one that I was like, who else should we have on again? So I think the question everybody wants to know is, are you seeing anyone? <laughs> no, that's the question you want to know. And you're pretending everyone else is wondering. No, every, somebody. Let's <laughs> see right through that. <laughs> All right. The second question, have you hooked up with anyone to advance your career would you ask any other comic this <laughs> simple okay i'll take that as a yes it's a no who is it bert kreischer yeah, yeah. actually he's married right he's married no no i'm kidding of course but now that you're in la like there's there's plenty yeah. of famous people you could kind of level jump or, uh, but I would just want to get really good. I just want to earn it. That's my only goal this year is get really good. Yeah. I wrote it down. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's funny. That's actually the same goal. Um, I wrote down, um, you know, our, our company makes us do, um, our, our annual business reviews, write down three business goals and, and personal goals. And I think my personal ones, Besides therapy, I want to do therapy. That was a personal one. Did you do Just, it? No, I haven't done it yet. That's only February, so you got time. Yeah. Have you done therapy before? Yeah, for like three months during yeah. the pandemic. I had. She was not great, but we had a good time. Okay. I want to ask you about that in a second, but real quick, I, I the, your goal about stand up, like I all I could think to do was put get good at it, like get really good at it. Yeah, and a couple tangible things in the meantime was like, uh three to six sets a week. So that's the way I can like either go hard or like if I'm busy, I can just get three and feel good about it. Cause I'm still on track with my little goal. Go hard in the paint. Yeah. But work's been crazy. So we've been getting a lot of threes. Yeah. I gotcha. So, so the, the only concrete things you had was the quantity of mics and a 10 minute set that doesn't talk about dating. Interesting. Which yeah. I'm actually pretty close to that one. Interesting. I yeah. I love it. Yeah, because last time I saw you, most of your stuff was dating related, which is great. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, yeah, a lot it's of relatable stuff. people like it, but mm-hmm. I just want to have other things to say. Yeah. So six mics a week. Um, is that a mic every 
like one mic a day or are you doing multiples? You're like double up. Okay. But yeah, one to two a day. I've done three in a day and that's too much. I get yeah. tired. Yeah. Are, is there a lot of sitting and waiting? Like, are there 50 people at all these and you have to kind of just. No, no. What I like here is there are a lot of mics that are just hourly and there are about 10 people. So you're in and out in an hour and you can do like a couple of those in a row. Okay. Only a few of them are like show up, go up and it's a ton of people. Gotcha. How long have you been in LA now? How long has it been? October, October, November, December, five months, five months. How much better do you think you are now than when you left Greenville? a little better i think i'm getting better quicker now because everyone's yeah. good yeah so I'm we like, all we all suck so for sure i left so it just got worse i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah you're done you're done fooling around with retards and you're you're on the the glamorous la yeah i had my first heckler and i dealt with that a lot better than i thought i would tell me I, how it went tell me the story of the heckler and how you handled it um I was just doing a show at an outdoor mall. So like anyone can approach this. And I was just like in the middle of my set, kind of near the end. And this woman comes up and she just sees, you know, a crowd and she wants attention. So she's just like, where's this oh. Wait, real quick. It's in a mall. You said like open an outdoor mall, outdoor there's mall promenade. Okay. It's, it's kind of weird. Pretty fun. Are people drinking as they're coming and going? No. no, there are a couple of restaurants on the side. So people like there are drinking and we're just bombarding their nice dinner. Yeah. And people walking through will stop and then be like, this is weird. Keep going. Gotcha. Yeah, they're pretty, they're fine. Gotcha. Um, this one lady walks up and was like, tell me a joke. And I was like, my next joke is a story. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, screw that. Bitch, I, dude. I just start kind of like feeding her like line by line and let her respond and she was a loud and proud trans woman. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell her to like, fuck off. Cause I don't want people to be like, Oh, Whitney, it's the trans people. So I'm just like, how did you know? She, how did you know she was trans? Did she tell you? She was yelling it. Yeah. She was very like, I'm a proud trans woman, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's great. But now you're like in the middle of my set. Now this is our set. So I just incorporated her into the rest of it. Yeah. And by the end of it, we were back to back. And I was like, you're the Mary Kate to my Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do this every Friday now. Why? Why do you say that? Because the crowd was liking it. So they were on her side. So you had to like be nice. No, they were. I just didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't want to be mean because that's not my personality. I'm just gonna yes and the shit out of this. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say being mean is not your personality? Because I, I disagree. I'm mean to my friends. Okay. Oh, I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so, you, so you're nice to strangers. So you had to be yeah, nice, nice to, to the hackler. Okay. Yeah. And then people thought it was planned. So they you, were, they thought it was planned. So you were just going line by line with that story joke. Yeah. And, and then she you... wanted to tell a story about her boy drama. And then he texted her in the middle of it. And I was like, well, what did he say? Mm -hmm. Let's respond together. And then she opened her phone and it was all green text, all her. She was the problem. So I called that out and that was that's fun. a pretty big risk letting her go into a like rabbit hole of her own story that goes God knows where. Yeah, she was probably the best personality for me to riff with. OK, but that's, that's great. Is that like one of the first hecklers? My first and only okay. we follow each other on Instagram now. Mm. Oh, really? OK, so 
and 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 once like the thing was done and you did the Mary Kate and Ashley thing, she quieted down and, and let you finish. Or was one that the last the comments, joke? One of the comments was like, finish your set. <laughs> I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. See, the comic was probably thinking, OK, this bitch, I know Whitney can't be totally thrilled that she has to not do what she planned. Yeah, I was panicking the whole time. Were you? Yeah. Um, I, I uh I have a heckler story. Oh, yeah. Uh, fudge. I lost. So I'll just. I think I might (laughs) well I think I might have told you um or told a different guest that's coming up this story but I'll just do it again real quick um I was at a bar show sandbar Donovan Stroud you've done that one before right before you left yeah yeah so it was it was fine there weren't a ton of people there was like um some people on the other side of that bar that were kind of paying attention and I was telling my jokes to and yeah. then there was this woman on the, our side of the bar uh, that was very drunk and we could tell right away. And she was nice, kind of, but she was you could tell she was maybe going to be disruptive. So yeah. the first part of my, my set was going fine. Great. And then I did the thing. I don't know if I ever did this to you before where I try like a pickup line on a girl uh, in the audience. No, you never saw that. No, okay. I wish I did. That yeah. Cringy. Oh, it is. The cringes get the, I make the audience feel very uncomfortable or one girl uncomfortable. And then, mm-hmm. so I try, I made the mistake of doing the pickup line on this girl. And one of the things is I say, I'm a comedian and like, like I say it awkward. And then she said to me, but you're not funny. That's what I would say. I know. I know. You bitch. <laughs> and then what happened? Then I was like, okay, I got to try and think of something. And I couldn't think of anything. And then, <laughs> and then she said, but I, I bet you could make me laugh in bed. And then the whole room laughed really loud at her joke. That's funny. And then she was drunk. And then I was like, I thought I thought I should say uh, there's no amount of beers in the world that could get me in bed with you. No. Oh, no. You just punched down on her. She's a dude. She was she told me I wasn't funny. Right. But she's just in the audience. Yeah, but she was hammered, dude. I should have. I should have said she should have been an abortion or something. I, I should have. You should have just made her the Mary Kate to your Ashley. No, I don't know. Is. Do you know Dan Danner? I know the name. Well, he was a Columbia comic. He's been on a previous episode. You don't watch the show. I don't watch the show. Of course not. Of course not. He was. <laughs> he was in the audience, and he suggested uh, you should. I should have uh, kung fu'd. And be nice, probably like the Mary Kate and Ashley move you did. But yeah, yeah. after that, like after <laughs> they didn't even really laugh at my line. And then I, my confidence was dwindling and the rest of my set was horrible. So I don't know. Hecklers, man. Yeah. I know. I kind of want another one to see if I just got lucky that first time or if maybe that's like a hidden talent. I didn't know I had. No, I think you just got lucky. I, I think, think I did, too. I think I did, too. <laughs> but let's be honest. <laughs> yeah i think 100 percent. i don't know no i mean maybe you do have a knack for it some people do like there's people that are just really good roasters um and i'm jealous of those people those people that can just roast people off the top of their head they think of the perfect fitting (laughs) celebrity to compare them to or perfect and and roasting i think helps with heckling because 
Yeah, that's a talent that I don't have. Like any roast battle, I've never said yes to because I'm like, I would feel so awkward. Well, and if you're bad at roasting, I feel like that's embarrassing. I think if you know the person well, you can roast them because when we did your roast, your going away party roast. It was all about my clothes. I was like, wow, you guys just think I have horrible fashion and small boobs. (laughs) No, but when you got the chance, which fair. Oh, and I got the chance. Which which fair the fashion and the boot. I mean, all true very true <laughs> no um yeah when you got a chance to roast us that was the best because you roasted that was actually <laughs> the funniest thing ever because so what whitney did was all the guys get up there and talk shit and then she said i'm gonna tell every story of how awkwardly you guys have hit on me all of you <laughs> i did hold back but if i come back which one did you not say I'll say I'll I'll tell you off camera. What? Just ah, just feel awkward calling people out because there I can call people out because then y'all go home and we all forget it and it's just a fun memory. This is like on the internet forever. Internet forever. True. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Greenville Comics. None of you guys are safe when I come back in May. What? Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the deal in May? What what's your occasion for coming back? And how long will you be here? That's when my friends were free, um, the only weekend. So I'll be back the 18th through the 22nd. Okay. Yeah, this should come out definitely before that. Yeah. What is that? Uh, 18th is that a Thursday through a? I think it's Wednesday. Oh shit! Yeah. Hopefully, there's comedy zone that week. I know. And, yeah. And and radio, you could even check out. Are you planning? Are you gonna hit mics when you come? Or are you gonna obviously? Yeah. God. you're a little show i bet you got it you got to show off and plus i do want to see it i want to see all your new material i know like, and i want to see all of you guys new material too because like five months is like kind of a long time it is and stand up for us we're hitting yeah a yeah lot of mics. like i saw i saw um paul snyder the other day oh yeah i actually wanted to ask yeah. you about that i saw him put on that was so fun he was here for work and then he was just talking about like uh gay you going to any mics on thursday i'm free that night so i gave him some options and then we picked one and went and he did great. He did all of his best stuff. So like I knew he was going to crush it. And I was like, I'm going to try some new stuff. And really, mm. wow, Paul. And that's not how it went. Did it, it, was did it still go okay? Or did you? It went fine. It was just yeah. kind of like not yeah. killer, killer. All right. Not killer, killer. Mm. But, um, but then we went to the store after because it's just down the street. The store. Store. Whitney's referring to the uh, comedy store. That's the locals refer to it as the store. The store. The stow. <laughs> the stow. The stow, dude. Sorry. You guys watched um, some famous com- comics? Yeah, yeah. We saw Sebastian. And then we saw like Whitney coming just like in the hallway. We were nice. like walking around and she, I think Mark Marin, and the two of us just looked at each other like fangirling <laughs> quietly by ourselves. And then we went into the main room for a little bit and got kicked out. And we were just like the two most polite comics in the planet getting like escorted out of the main room. Cause I guess comics can't just like wander in and watch. Oh like, yeah. So you went shit. in as comics. You didn't like buy tickets to go. Yeah. You can just go in as a comic into a couple of the rooms. Really? Have you performed at the comedy store before? Too scared. No. no. How do you. Um... All right, good first. Yeah. No, that's a good very good point um because you suck so i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no you're good i i don't even like saying that 
I don't like you saying com- that. You hate complimenting other comics. No, 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 I do like complimenting other comics. I hate complimenting you, but I'm just kidding. I don't mean it. You are great. I'll, I'll make fun of you for terrible. anything else except not being funny. Um, but uh, okay. Yeah. So like, let's say you you were, were at a point where you felt comfortable and ready to perform on those stages. Like what, can you just go to the open mic nights? Is that the first step or do you like? I think they're bringing open mics back. They've had the, they haven't had them for a while. Okay. So yeah, I think all the big clubs do the open mics, but it's like a bucket and you only get three minutes. So you'll go and like, maybe you'll go on stage, but yeah, probably not. Cause like so many people go. Yeah. Well, the guy I mentioned, Dan Danner, the, in the heckling story, he he is um, he was in L.A. in the early 2000s and he became an L.A. paid regular comedy store paid regular. Oh, and that's that, cool. Yeah, it was such a cool story. And then he kind of quit comedy, moved to Carolina and, and then kind of came back. But um, he explained that it was like a bucket mic situation and he got pretty lucky drawing a few spots in a row. So they saw him a lot. And then he eventually got uh, in a rotation where um, he, for auditioning, I guess, with Mitzi Shore at the time. Now, I don't think you even audition with Mitzi. I think it's. Uh, she died. You can't audition with her anymore. Yeah. It's someone right. else. Yeah. She's died. She died. So I think it's. Um, I knew she died. You just act like she, she's gone. <laughs> she's got other things to do. She got. No. Um, is it Adam Egit? Have I, you heard? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure he does it now because that was on a comedy store documentary. He was Norm yeah. McDonald's sidekick, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's cool. So you're trying to get better before you take that one. That's yeah. Because I only a year in, it's like I know nothing. You know, I got like three more years till I even get good. Yeah. So, um. Time out. You can find me in broom closets. Uh, yeah. On the sidewalk behind pizza places. Yeah. Has it officially been a year? Yeah. Nice. I Instagrammed about it. You liked oh. it. Oh, shit. I'm so- I don't know if you liked it. What was the official date? Uh, January 28th. Okay. Is that loserish to know the exact day? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact. I think I do. It's You're July. Six- yeah. What? You're six months ahead of me. I'm only six months ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm almost at two years, but You're that's not until the end of July. So yeah, I'm not even. Yeah. Oh, 365 days later, this post. That's yeah. the, And then 365 days after that, I'll do another one with all three pictures and it's just going to be a whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to do the same thing for my sobriety. <laughs> I got. When I was still drinking, and this is one year sober, and then, ah, oh, dang it. I got to wait till June to post that. I had a funny Valentine's Day post I was going to do, and then I forgot, so now I have to wait till next Valentine's Day. Oh, so shoot. I- what, were, what were you going to say? So I've caught the bouquet at, like, a few weddings, and every time I get the most unflattering photo of it, I'm like, this <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to whoever I'm catching these bouquets for. I'll keep catching them. Yeah. So I find you. Um, it was going to be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that sucks. You got to wait a whole year. Yeah. Mm. I tweeted something on Valentine's Day that I thought was funny, but didn't get very many likes. Stuff never gets likes. <laughs> That's why. Because I'm, I'm not active on Twitter. 
it's okay. I, I don't get or, it. Or I just need to get funnier with my tweets. I don't know. How people get a lot of Twitter followers. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, I uh, I tweeted a picture of the Bumble notification that says like, love we love you, we care about you. And so I was like, sweet Bumble, like that's all I got for Valentine's Day. It's okay. Okay. Yes. What was the tweet? Are you still tweeting very actively on a daily basis? Not daily, but I try to tweet when I can. Oh, yeah. The Bumble notification said, love yourself as much as we love you. Uh, I'm going to go kill myself now. Thanks, Bumble. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's see. I don't think I had any good ones recently. Oh, yeah. I was tweeting a lot about my lost luggage. I was pretty pissed the other weekend. (laughs) You lost your luggage? Tell us that story. So, you know, I was in Charlotte last weekend for a wedding. And... And he's not look. So I go, and the big story was all right, Whitney's going to this wedding, gonna see her ex for the first time in two years, and he's dating his ex girlfriend again. Turns out he's not. My friend got her facts mixed up. So I just went and had a lovely time. And the biggest drama was the fact my luggage went across the country three times the entire weekend. Was your ex there? Hold on. Was your ex yeah, there? He was there. How'd that go? Great. I'm lovely. It's always good to see me. But yeah, no, it was like nice catching up. So I'm like, this was not the pot that I wanted to stir. I wanted to come up with a new bit. It was going to be really great. <laughs> so the, so the only drama that happened was you lost your luggage? Yeah. I had to wear sneakers. I didn't have shoes. didn't have makeup. Didn't have my keys. Had to get escorted through security with a bunch of TSA. And I get oh. interrogated about myself because I didn't have my ID with me because it was in my bag. Mm-hmm. Oh and then I took all my stuff for chemical residue. Yeah. Or bomb making yeah. shit. Yeah. Cause you never know with this gal. Yeah, I could see you being a terrorist for sure. Oh, probably like, why her? Yeah. Mm. So no drama with the ex, huh? Which one was this? What's this guy's name? This is Raymond. Raymond, yeah. I mean, some yeah. Some yeah, Raymond. Drama. Raymond sucks, dude. No, he's lovely. <laughs> Good old Raymond. No, that's that's cool. That's good. Mature interaction with the ex. You're growing up. I know. I'm growing up. I'm turning 30 this year. Are so. you? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you're going to be in my side of the um, 30 fence. The rainbow bridge. Yeah. You looking forward to it? Yeah. Is there any aspect? Like, I actually think 30s are underrated. I think it's better. People freak out when they hit it, but. I'm, I'm going to peak at 34, I've decided. So okay. only uphill. Yeah. I mean, you got a good job. Yeah. You, know, you can you can freeze your eggs if need be. Yeah. Or sell them. No, don't sell them. Do you want to do you want to have kids? No, no. But I should spread. I should spread my genes that like other like I should be around. But yeah. I just 30 is not. I don't even want to say that 30 is not even too old to be thinking about that stuff. But yeah, I don't need kids. I got I got plants to worry about. Plants to worry about. Yeah, now this one. Oh, check it out. Yeah. No, I think you're in good shape. Um, but yeah, sometimes like I the thing I like about Greenville is uh, as a town is like like we went out last night after a show and the um people you see going out, it's like everything under the sun. It's like 
college kids to like I, I saw a dude like in his 50s dancing at the bar like it's a really weird mix in Greenville going out and about so yeah, kind of vibe together I feel like yeah there's a good yeah there's a good vibe but yeah. I also see the 20 somethings and I'm kind of like they can be a little annoying that's where you're hanging out I like to hang out with the younger crowd sometimes <laughs> but I don't know I uh not dating any of them no no not right now not officially dating them <laughs> no when the sun's up or not no i don't think so I'm, I'm too busy to date i with with stand-up yeah do you feel like I, that yes i do agree and then i'll tell people i'm too busy i can't and then people are like that's such an excuse and i'm like i'm really just busy yeah if i'm not trying to plan which mics to go to i'm trying to write and then I'm not doing that i'm working and if not that i'm just tired <laughs> Yeah, it's super hard because like the dating, uh, it kind of is energy sucking to me because if you're on the apps, which I know you are. I deleted them all. You did? I did. I just like didn't care. Yeah. Well, that's I, what do, I do miss the Instagram story, so I might get back on just to do those again. Okay. Yeah, those are fun. Um, I mean, I'll swipe when I'm bored and then I'll get some matches and then I'll be like, yeah. eh, I don't know if I want to go through the effort of messaging. and. <laughs> well, I do. Cause you got a message to see if they're kind of cool. And then you got to set up a date. And then I'm like, I don't have, I don't even know if I'm going to be free. And then here, like if they're more than like five miles away from you, that's a long distance relationship. You've done. Oh my God. Yeah. Traffic wise. Traffic wise. Hmm. I'm like, I understand it now. So I have to see like who within like one mile is cool. And then I'm too busy for all that. <laughs> gotcha. So since you deleted the apps, are you just not uh, dating um, much at all? Or are you just trying to date through friends? Just not dating. Like if someone cool comes along, that's great. But yeah, that's good. Not just, wait, just wait for me to move to L.A. and then that'll be. No, <laughs> don't do it. I'm having a nice time. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not oh, moving to LA. It. Dude, I would I don't think LA people would like me. No, they would hate you. <laughs> too... Shut up. They would throw you in the ocean. Yeah. I'm too not woke. Although there there are less woke people than you'd think. There's more not wokey. What, what I don't know what you call it. Are there just cool fun comics that like to talk about dark shit i mean yeah because like woke people can get offended not just by the pc stuff but by like inappropriate dark comedy yeah i know you can still get that you know what i mean like anthony jeselnik like i I don't know if a lot of hollywood liberals would like anthony jeselnik talking about abortions and murder and yeah i feel like in the comic community though you can still find that but like outside of that it's a little trickier yeah well here it's kind of trickier so like the thing that i've been trying to figure out more is like uh doing a couple more general shows at the comedy zone and stuff like it's one thing to have open mic material work but to find material that'll work for an average south carolina audience it has to be cleaner um and i don't know if you felt this but 
I've been developing a few minutes at the front of my set that's very clean and talking about local things and food and stuff. That's totally people like local stuff. Like yeah. people love laughing at LA stuff. Yeah. So very specific things to hear now. I think that's true anywhere. Probably like a good habit yeah. to get into is being able to write jokes about wherever. I mean, obviously, like obviously people do that. But it, to me, it, it was new. A new thought. Like, oh. I was like, yeah, why can't I just lead with my cancer joke in front of a big audience? That come? And no, you can't do that. Because oh. if they don't know what to expect, it's like. It's probably like hitting on a girl and like being way too aggressive early or something which yeah. doesn't know you or like i don't know um so yeah i uh not and it's, it's not them being woke it's just them like being a little bit more southern you know, hospitality maybe into it what's that ease them into it yeah yeah and make them feel like yeah. make them feel safe and warm and fuzzy and then and, whip out the cancer joke <laughs> yeah I mean, you had, didn't you have similar like experiences with that? Cause you, when you first started, you got on the comedy zone stuff pretty early between Michael Collier and like, um, yeah, that was so premature for me. I was like, I should not be doing this, but you, you did some pretty aggressive sexual dating stuff in front of big audiences, which could be a lot, which, but coming from me though, like this, you wouldn't expect this face to say it's so that's why I like kind of worked. Just right. like the contrast of like, she looks like she would like talk about Hello Kitty or something. And like, yeah, here yeah, for sure. You were, you were lying like the Dora Explorer cuteness a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how to be edgy outside of dating to keep yeah. that contrast going. I don't want you to burn any material, but what, what other sorts of premises and ideas and like directions uh, are you taking it beyond dating? I've been really working on the premise of just like, growing up a quarter Mexican in the South and all okay, the bullshit so. that comes with that. And it's, it's coming along. It's yeah. Quarter Mexican in the South. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like, it's either I meet people and they're like, Oh, she's a white girl. Or I meet people and they're like, what are you? Yeah. First. Really? Yeah. I get asked that all the time here. And then yeah. I like, yes. And they never get it. <laughs> Yeah. What do people tra- what do people think you you are? Lebanese? Colombian, Colombian? Egyptian, Asian. Uh those are the main ones. Brazilian. Yeah. Never Mexican. This is how stupid I am. I just thought you were like kind of tanned and didn't think anything else. <laughs> a lot of people think that. <laughs> yeah? Is that a normal? Like, okay. All right. Mm. So okay, so that's another topic. So uh, I've been talking about my little sister and this, the, you know, her marrying a rich guy. Yeah. And then compared to my lifestyle, that's been doing well. That, yeah, that's a good one. Cause it's part of the angle. Like your parents kind of think like Whitney should do the same thing, but you're like, no, 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 I haven't even thought about that. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if the parents actually think that they probably don't, but like sometimes I play up. The hypo- my parents don't really judge me that harshly, but sometimes I play it up like I'm just a dumbass doing stand up. My parents are like, dude, have a kid. Just be normal. Like yeah. or, or your parents could be like, why don't you just find a nice rich boy like uh, like your sister? Yeah, my mom's like, then you can do stand up all the time. <laughs> oh, like, true. <laughs> did she do that? Or is that just 
she, she joked about it, but yeah, my, my parents are too proud of my job. So they're like, you mm-hmm. hold on to it. Yeah. Plus, yeah, you kind of have that chip on your shoulder too, where you wouldn't want to just. I'm too independent. It's yeah. Would you feel guitar. guilty if the reason you could do stand up all the time was you had a rich husband? If I genuinely loved him and married him for all the right reasons, then that's just lucky. But yeah. if in the back of my mind, I was like, <laughs> shit face, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's me when I'm being evil. <laughs> Have you seen South Park? Uh, no, I've seen like clips. Well, it's probably it. the most, I mean, one of the most racially insensitive lines but they have the, the 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 chinese restaurant the the city or is it japanese city sushi uh and it's like an, an asian man and he's like welcome to shitty walk can i take an order please and then he's playing a trick on the guy and he's like <laughs> after he says a sinister line he says and when you get to that assembly you're gonna get a reader surprise and he does this <laughs> I feel like I should have been there. <laughs> oh gosh, I butchered that. Dang it! Okay. I got the gist. That was bad, actually. Yeah, that's the, the worst, accent, isn't it? When you start to like describe bad. a story to somebody and you can tell you're not going to do it very well, but then you're too far in. You have to finish you it. You have to finish it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so Whitney, Whitney Rayner. Um. So what's been uh, what's been your favorite part about LA so far? Have you have you met anybody cool? I mean, you saw Whitney Cummings in the hallway. Yeah, that was my first and kind of only celebrity sighting, unless I just like don't recognize them when I'm out. But I live in Santa Monica, so I don't think they're here really. They're more in like the West Hollywood area. Yeah. How how bad is it? Because this is kind of like so in terms of well, just generally speaking, because when you hear about LA right now, or at least when I hear about it, you hear about like Encampments and the homeless people and the this yeah and yeah I hear about like tent cities and mass exoduses and like I'm sure there's some of that I'm sure some of it's real but like how is it is it overblown is it pretty accurate depends on where you are like there are certain parts where I'm like one thousand percent accurate like there are places where I'm like I probably won't go there at nighttime yeah because that's just us like one of my friends was stabbed uh, what yeah one of my first comic friends. Um, Holy, what, how he was just at a train station some like meth had got him um, oh. like very random but yeah kind of traumatizing though yeah um but i haven't personally seen anything too crazy outside of just like a bunch of tent things okay so it's yeah. nothing you can't handle nothing i can't handle the homeless people by my place are just sleeping i can handle a sleepy homeless guy mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it's been crazy all the people that have left um moving here is so easy they're like oh you want to go in this account for you fuck yeah super yeah is is stuff getting cheaper there is it gonna get cheaper to live there no no it's still so expensive that's like five bucks well i have this fantasy because like i want to do stand up for like here for a few years Mm-hmm. And then go to a big city. And I kind of want the opportunity to get in on a good deal at one of these New York or LA places and capture on the Exodus thing. I feel like New York is just a few months behind LA. It's kind of, it's going to be the same. Yeah. Not that I know that much, but. Yeah. Had you been in New York? Yeah. Like, 
years ago, but yeah, I, I have some friends and family up there. Okay, gotcha. But not since to see this, the comedy scene since COVID and everything. No, no, I wish, mm-hmm. but not yet. Yeah, I um, well, I was ready and eager for everything to get back to normal until this week when World War Three uh, started happening. That'll do it. I thought yeah. when I realized I was really bad. What's that? I thought you said when I realized I was actually really bad. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Well, I don't even and I don't even know when this uh, episode will come out, but I uh, so like it'll, this, this as it stands today on February 26th, when we're recording this, the news of Russia and Ukraine is like going to be obsolete with what we know right now. But are people in L.A. freaking out about World War Three? Like, what are they saying? I mean, I haven't like been out and about talking about it much because I have been working a lot, so. I've just been in here mainly kind of in my bubble, but uh, I'm sure they're really scared and worried. (laughs) I have no idea. You have no idea. Have you been following it? Not as closely as I probably should have. (laughs) No, you don't. I mean, you don't have to. I. uh, Yeah, I just think it's so surreal, like. um, Because I like to study World War Two. And all boys like to study World War II. All boys do. You all get uh, a lot of guys. Yeah, um, but th- those those stories of World War II are like black and white textbooks or documentaries, and you see the tanks rolling in from Germany to Poland, to Czechoslovakia to Paris. Yeah, and, and now it's, it's on TikTok. Yeah, now it's on TikTok. Yeah, now it's on CNN. Modern <laughs> warfare tanks missiles and i'm just like am i dreaming you got gofundmes and stuff yeah yeah and 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 the world is so messed up it is so messed up and i I actually find it really impressive that americans can kind of just continue about their day-to-day like i was um on wednesday night i was driving back from Asheville. And I was in a good mood and everything. And it was like 11 p.m. And then all of a sudden I get alerts on my phone from CNN saying that Russia has started their invasion because it was like 6 a.m. in Ukraine, I guess, or whatever the time difference was. So it was like as dawn was coming, Putin was going in so that everybody in the West would start to see the shit happening. And uh, and I, I, I was up till 3 a.m. watching the news coverage like kind of like we're saying like in disbelief like this is this is real this is actually happening a, yeah. a nuclear power invading a pretty damn big country and uh and then i woke up the next day and everybody like in life was still going about there it's almost like since we've seen covid it was so shocking and horrifying that like there's what is numb to everything terrible yeah yeah what next you, like can't be shocked like i feel like even a nuke going off and Texas yeah we would just be like I guess they're nuking Texas now at least I don't live there all right what are we doing tonight like I don't know what it would take to freak people out at this point probably you getting a man bun (laughs) freak me out for sure don't do it I hate it make it stop (laughs) You think it looks better like this? 
No, you look like you would probably murder people in the 70s <laughs> and like not get away with it. kind of voluminous voluminous <laughs> a little bit <laughs> oh my gosh okay so you don't have a lot of thoughts on russia foreign affairs you're not phased not the most thoughts i i try not to give putin too much of my energy that was the <laughs> that was the first joke that we ever talked about with each other oh yeah what do you call Vladimir Putin running late for a meeting? Meeting. Scootin' Putin. Scootin' Putin or a Russian Russian? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Russian Russian was good. Scootin' Putin's probably better. It's cuter, but but both are valid. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest joke you have right now? The craziest? Mm-hmm. Can't burn my jokes on here. You can't. No. I don't All have right. enough. What's that? I don't have enough. My you don't mom, have enough. My mom was like, "Why don't you post any jokes on Instagram?" Like, because then it's dead. Then it's done. Yeah. I like when people post their crowd work. I'm like, that's a nice loophole. You can like keep people in the loop with your stuff. But yeah, I agree. It's a little loophole to get some content out there. Yeah. Have you done anything to update your social media strategy? No. You do the same thing. You're doing the tweets just tweets and then I Instagram if I have anything cool going on, which I usually don't. Did you just like my tweet? I did. The tweet I just liked of yours is CBD and coffee is pro is professional vodka Red Bull. Ah, uh, so true. <laughs> true. I feel like that's such a generic joke. I feel like anyone could do that one. No, no, no. Don't, don't shit on yourself. You're the guest. You got to be talking yourself up. The, this lost luggage situation I got going on is really testing my Botox. Oh, that's interesting. Have you have you gotten Botox? Here. What's that? A little bit for here. You Look, you you have? I saw a coupon on Facebook. <laughs> I need to start doing it. No, you don't. I think I need to start doing it for my forehead. No, you want you want that as a comic to have your expression still. But I have a lot of wrinkles there. Yeah, because you're old. That would be I'm creepy not... if you were like 34 and wrinkleless. I guess. I'm 33. I'm not 34. You're 46. Jeez. Going on 87. What are what are the clinical risks of Botox? Is <laughs> it Yeah, I just walked in, I was like, give me the special. <laughs> But I, I actually wonder if like I had this thought that like once you start getting Botox, you have to keep getting it because as, as soon as you stop, it'll your face will just like bleh. like if you stop ever. It just goes back to how it was. Mm -hmm. It's like it just goes back to how it was. It doesn't go back and then worse. I guess we'll find out. I think I think the metaphor I was thinking of is like, you know, if somebody does steroids, like if you're a muscle head and you shoot up, you'll um you'll get really strong but like when you stop taking the steroids or stop working out you'll become like a fat piece of shit way worse than if you never took steroids that's kind of the metaphor i was thinking of but i don't know if it applies to botox we'll have to do a mini soda once i figure it out just to update everyone are you gonna keep doing it eh, i don't know i've been kind of hemorrhaging money lately I, I back when i got it i was like oh i got some extra money i can start treating myself 
And then life went to shit and I was like, oh, great. I try to treat myself once and then I totaled my car and then I get. Oh, shit. You totaled your car in L.A.? Uh, yeah <laughs> let's talk about this what happened i was going to work the one day i went to work so now work from home for life really wait yeah. so well, how did the accident happen uh i was just like you know one of those like two lane kind of highway or two on each side it's yeah everyone's going fast i was making a left turn ah um wait so what you got fine. everyone was get- fine you got hit in the side of the car like the front yeah it was it was weird i don't know so you were pulling across the lane across track you don't need to go over all the details yes i hemorrhaged all my monies but i have a new car now that's <laughs> back i got a highlander you got a toyota highlander yeah no way. that no way, way. it's me i'll get you <laughs> no way dude that is okay you're gonna think i'm making this up um <laughs> I, uh, my Subaru, I forgot to change the oil. This is a horrible, I'm a freaking idiot. I, uh, shut up. So yeah, I forgot to change the oil. And, um, I think I was like 10,000 miles over. That's bad. I drive so much. So then the guy at the service department was like, uh, we're going to try and clear that. Cause all of a sudden my dash lit up with like every, like a Christmas tree, like every warning ever. And uh, I was like, yeah, could you just, uh, I need an oil change. <laughs> and they're like, dude, <laughs> all right. Uh, so they flushed everything out to hope they could clear the warnings and the engine wasn't damaged. And it cleared it out for like a day. And then it all came back on again. And they're like, yeah, aside from taking the engine apart, which is going to cost you two grand, uh, you should just keep driving on it until it dies. So. And he said, basically, the engine could seize up at any moment. So it hasn't seized up yet, but I thought it would seize up like right away. So I went to the dealership and I got a reservation for a vehicle and I'm going to buy it. Like I put it. You get a Tesla? I'm, no, I'm getting a Highlander. Uh, what color? Silver. Mine's brilliant pearl, according to the Carfax. It's yeah, white. I think that's it. It's silver, right? No, it's, it's, it's like white. No, we don't have matching cars. Stop it. Dude, I think we do. No. What year is it? Mine's older. 2022. 2009. No, 2011. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Stop copying me. I did it, dude. Oh, I'm so I'm happy. Dating. Get I'm it through s- your head. We don't need matching cars. <laughs> we I well, I wasn't gonna I was gonna maybe cancel the order, but uh I think I'm definitely keeping it now. Specify brilliant pearl. That's the color I want. Brilliant pearl. It's like silver. It's like metallic white, though, right? Yeah. Ah, dude, I think we have like the same freaking car. <laughs> I'm gonna go wreck that I, one. <laughs> I like. It had nothing to do with you, honestly. But I, um, I like the Highlander. My parents drive them, and um, no, yeah. I, I don't know. You kind of feel safe in there. Backup cam now. Backup cam. Nice. Um. Adaptive cruise control. I don't know if the 2011s have those. I don't even know what that is. It's basically where the cameras face the front, and then when you press um, cruise control, it'll like keep you equidistant from the car in front of you. Like you don't have to slow down; it'll automatically. That's very fancy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's an addicting feature. <laughs> so yeah, I, you're a crazy driver. I am. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I drive a lot though, but um, yeah, I I really I think I'm gonna keep I I want to keep the Subaru though because it's because it gets it, the ladies. No, I I kind of want to drive that into the ground. Uh, as well as yeah, just because um, yeah, I just put so many miles on it with the uh, with the travel from the comedy. Yeah, you didn't think the Subaru was a very it was a a chick magnet exactly, did you? That's why I agreed to going out. I was like, you drive the Subaru. <laughs> Every girl's dream <laughs> for the family I don't want. Yeah. Lesbian car for sure. Mm. <laughs> Who do you miss the most out of the Greenville comics? Oh, I don't know. I miss everybody. You know who I don't miss? Ryan Rubin because he calls me all the time. So I don't have to miss him. And I really, that. yeah. You still keep I- in contact with Ryan? Yeah um him i keep up with liz still liz park uh, yeah okay actually corrections corner i heard that you said you dated her on an episode of your podcast and i would like to clear up it wasn't officially dating just justice for liz <laughs> it wasn't officially dating no i heard that you said you did date her on this what's well, we hung out a little bit we never were like dating. <laughs> Okay, well, it's better to say that than like. We hung out for a little bit. Huh? You say we hung out. We just hung out for a little bit. Okay. We keep up with her. How is that different than dating? I mean, so wait, did you talk to Liz and correct the rec and want to correct the record? I just offered to. <laughs> I was like, I'll correct it for you if I ever get back on. Wait, did you guys D- did you guys DM each other about this? Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> what? He was like, David said we dated. And I was like, oh, he wishes. I'm going to set the record straight. <laughs> and we laughed and laughed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You girl. Did not dated any Greenville comic. Let's just set the record straight. Never has. Never will. Never will. No, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I don't care what you guys say. Unless it's Bill. Ah, yeah, I date Bill. You guys have matching hair now. Bill's a handsome man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill's growing his hair out. It looks like a little Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't like that either, yeah, do you? Guys are like mother son. What? You guys are like mother daughter duo now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the lesbian haircuts. Yeah. Mm. You just, well, no, you do have glasses. Yeah, so you two could match. Yeah, for sure. You should do a Christmas card. Bill and me? Yeah, that'd be sweet. There's a new guy, Jacob Nolan, you got to meet. Yeah, I'll meet him in May. He's a huge douche. Facebook keeps suggesting I friend him, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> gotta meet him first. Yeah, you gotta haze him. You're you're farther up seniority level than he is. So am I? I still feel like a dweeb. Yeah, you know, you're you're a year in. He's he's only a couple months in. But for some reason, he's hysterical out of the gate. Like suspiciously funny good that's awesome i'm jealous no yeah he's really good but his whole thing is he's a big douchebag he'll roast everyone so he's really he's one of those people i mentioned at the beginning who's like automatically good at roasting people yeah Um, and his jokes are real savage so like if they do hit they hit hard you know what i mean like yeah like yeah and and Bill refers to him as the Carolina cunt. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> it's the Bill I know. He's actually already pissed off a few people in the local scene because they took him the wrong way. But <laughs> eh, you 
to offend some people. It's yeah. That's what someone told me here. He's like, you need you need to offend some people. Oh, they they that they gave you that advice to uh, get more offensive. Yeah, I mean, not like don't go crazy, but like don't be scared of offending anyone. Mm, I got you. Because if it's like a good joke at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. But, but, um. What was the biggest surprise? Oh, you gonna say something? Go ahead. Yes, you keep interrupting me. <laughs> You're a horrific podcast host. I'm like, sorry. Um, there is a mic here that everyone calls the alt-right mic. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just a Republican mic. I don't really know. But anyway, it's just like that kind of crowd. And I, want, I wanted to see it. There was a lot of fucked up stuff they said, but it was really well written. I was like, I can't believe you're saying this, but like, I am impressed with the structure and how that the execution here. <laughs> That's great, dude. Yeah. Did you go and perform with that mic? Yeah, when I said I was from South Carolina, I got a USA, USA chant. <laughs> the alt-right mic? Dude, I would love to go to that mic. It's wild. Just go full Alex Jones there. like. Just, yeah. <laughs> they're, You're they're like, all- hi, guys. <laughs> What's up? Hmm. That's cool. Alt-right mic. It's so funny. <laughs> are they so they are they all like Trumpers or are they, they is it just a is it just a kind of no holds barred kind of anything just to be funny and kind of I have no idea. I think they are a little more conservative leaning, but I, I don't know them very well and they're all like very good friends. So I was very much the awkward guy. Do they go to the other mics too? Like I haven't seen them. You haven't seen them? They definitely go there on Fridays. Mm. Haven't seen them anywhere else, but yeah. See, I think that'd be a fun mic to go to, but I'd also like to switch it up and go to the the mainstream other mics too. Yeah. Um, and not just be like a political pundit. Like that type of comedy is okay to me, but like, you know how like uh, they'll have like the commentators um, on the big networks. Like if you're like a Trevor Noah or a Jon Stewart, mm-hmm. you're going to tell jokes, but you're always going to be in a political lane and, and always be kind of left leaning versus just being mainstream. Yeah. I'd rather do that. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different scenes out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've never had a political joke. No. You're not, not that interested in politics. I like that. I got my charger. One second. Yeah, I feel like I start to slightly get a little into that with my Mexican stuff, but. Yeah, one second. I'm going to grab something. Oh, my God. All right, I'm back. <laughs> What'd you get? Chew. Ugh. So um, there's a comic I want you to look up. I uh, I got to open for him last night. His name's Brent Pella. Pel- How do you spell Pella? P-E-L-L-A. Okay. Where is he, he is from? based in L.A. Oh. And he is on Wildin' Out. Okay. And he's famous for his YouTube presence. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I guess he's got a lot of videos here. And he's funny? Oh, yeah. He's a super cool dude. Nice. But, um, yeah. The thing that... Um, I mean, it was cool because he's, like, uh, close to our ages. He's kind of between our ages, I think. I think he's, like, 31 or 32. And... Um, 
Yeah, he kind of got famous. Like I talked to him before the show and he he said um, what like even though he's on Wildin' Out, what really got him to the next level was his YouTube presence. And like that's how he sells tickets and that's how he's able to tour. He said the majority of people that come out to see him know him from that even less. Like he's on Wildin' Out now and he's newer to that. But yeah, he said a few people might come out because of that, but predominantly far and away it's the YouTube stuff. Yeah, and is that the kind of stuff he's like on stage? Is that his kind of thing? No, not on stage. He does sketches. Sketches. Huh. Like he, he's got a sketch about the Grinch taking mushrooms or Molly when the Grinch took Molly. Yeah. And he's oh, it's so funny. He said, like, I'm always about stealing presence, but not like being present, you know, like <laughs> anyway so he's got a lot of those funny sketches online and um and he does have a podcast too so i thought that was cool that that's how he built his uh his following and kind of got his his word out that way um and uh his act too is kind of um i don't know there seems to be a gear he's at he's about 10 years into doing stand-up but um i went up first and then jazz went up and then he got up there and just like the energy that he had like it's just another notch like when you see these guys that can do can headline and do like our oh, sets yeah. like it's almost like this this yeah this leveled up version that i'm not at yet it's uh, crazy yeah that that's one of my goals for maybe not this year but to be one of those people you get on stage and all of a sudden the energy just like yeah yeah i don't know how to do it have you gone to any shows to like watch big big comedians out there like who have you seen? I saw Sam Morell and okay. Laura Bites. Sam bombed. Did which, he? Wow, which was amazing because I'm like, I love you so much as a comic, and even you have bad days. How long did he bomb? The whole set? Yeah, kind of. The only time it, he got laughs was like him calling out, like, "This is not my room," or just like, "This isn't working. This is bad," and like we laugh at that. Because it was always like dark jokes, and that just like wasn't that kind of crowd. They were all there to see like Sherry Shepard, who I think is just like a totally different style. So, how many people were in the audience? Can you set this up? Like, it was at the Hollywood Improv. So, okay. Like, club here. So it was it was packed. Yeah. The, dang. Yeah, it was crazy. And then Laura just murdered right after him. Dude. Yeah. And he mm. went first. So that kind of sucks too. Yeah, but still, I mean, he's a big enough, experienced enough comic to like maybe have that not happen. But I know, but I was just like, that's I can do, I can do that, dude. It's so funny. Comics are usually excited to see bigger name comics bomb. Like, I, I mean, I would never wish that on anyone, but it's nice to know that like it could happen to other people. Yeah, it's like it's okay. It's part of the game. Yeah, I, I, I didn't tell you about the Valentine's Day show, did I? No, but I may have heard about it. I, I've, um, I've told this on a previous episode, but it hasn't come out yet. And uh, I'll just do it out again, kind of, kind of like the, kind of like the heckler story. Why not? Why not? Who cares? Um, so yeah, it was the Valentine's Day show. And it was the first show I'd gotten put on, like uh, at the Comedy Zone, and I was real excited. And uh, I, um. As soon as the show, there was like 120 pre-sale tickets. And I was like, holy crap, it's going to be big night. 
And then the audience started coming in and I started noticing the types of people in the audience. And it was couples and older people. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And I didn't have enough. Uh, I don't know. Like, I've learned this lesson. This was just a few weeks ago, obviously. But I, I didn't have enough presence of mind to adjust my set to the cleanest version it could be. And then the relatable material up front. Yeah. To get them to like me first. And uh, I I did. I think I told the the single plain white sterile thing uh, to start and it did okay. Yeah, I guess like a chuckle. Yeah, but I they didn't like me. So they're still kind of like, you're talking in weird terms, Mr. Tall white Yankee man, whatever. And then I I did a joke about uh Hitler and it bombed. And then I tried to get them back with some Southern stuff and they weren't, they kind of got back into it, but not really. No, and then, <laughs> no, no. And then I told a couple more of my jokes and then I, and then Brandon was like lighting me early. I was supposed to do 10. I got through like seven and then he's like, get up. Then I closed with cancer date and uh, to crickets <laughs> and then I got off. I did hear about this. <laughs> you did? Who told you? Ryan. Ryan? Oh. Of course. Thanks, Ryan. Bastard. No, um, it was weird. I got laughs, but they were like, it was like popcorn laughs throughout the crowd. Like the vast majority of the people hated me. I think they're laughing at you or at their own side conversations. They were definitely laughing at my joke. Shut up. They were. <laughs> I've had it before where someone like burst out laughing and I realized it was not at me. I've and had then, that happen before too. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wish I was funny as your friend. <laughs> no, I mean, all these laughs I was hearing were right on the punchlines, but they were just few and far between. And then I saw the facial expressions of the people. I saw them like, turn on me and I was like, oh shit. Well, you ruined their Valentine's. Happy that. And just like Sam Marill's, uh, it sounds like how that night went. Everybody after me killed, killed, dude. Like they were like so happy I was gone that like anybody, anybody else really. Did anyone do any like oh, that guy? Yes, Brandon did. Brandon and uh, Dougie, Dougie went on. Dougie wasn't even supposed to go on. You remember Dougie? Yeah. Almeida. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember how long ago he moved here, but yeah. I got off stage. I was like, man, that didn't go great. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm about to go on. I got to save the show. <laughs> You're a liability now. Dougie's like, yeah, you lost him after that Hitler show. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You but look too much like him. That's why you can't tell it. What's that? I look too much like him? Yeah. Dude, Hitler was ugly, bro. I don't look like Hitler. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I just if I shaved like every part of my facial hair with this. Hitler didn't even have a part, you know, isn't that weird? Hitler didn't have a uh, like a little part in the middle of his mustache. It was like a solid. Is a part desirable in a mustache? I think so. Shouldn't there be? No, I think that's really I mean, I've never heard of it. I mean, what do you do with yours? I I braid it. (laughs) Just kidding. You don't have a mustache. Are girls sensitive about that? Like if they have a little bit of hair on their upper lip? Ah, oh my gosh. 
Yeah. I, I, I bleached mine in high school. Cause I was just like, I don't want any, anyone to ever think I have a mustache, but then it, yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it like a, um, potentially a, a vicious cycle? Like if you have, if you start to like see some hairs and then you're like, Oh, and then if you trim it, they come back in darker. No, I think it's just more in your head, but okay. yeah, that does sound like something like maybe a wives tale or something. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't think Hitler had a part here. I think I thought it was just like a solid block. Mm, maybe. Anyway, what were we talking about? I forgot. Oh yeah, me bombing. Bombing. So just yeah. a regular Tuesday. Are you? <laughs> uh, what? What kind? I mean, have you have you uh, eaten it pretty hard out there? terribly but there have been sets where i'm like i could have just stayed home and given myself a swirly and had the same effect yeah there was one time i bombed and i and you know you have to pay for every mic here so i paid five dollars to eat shit and then i go to my car and i got a 73 dollar parking ticket oh shit uh, <laughs> that's brutal yeah there's like one room where you're pretty much guaranteed to bomb every time and i like to go in sometimes just to feel something why is it, is it it's comic only room? They're all comic only rooms, but um, this one they're just not nice comic only rooms, and they're all on their phones, and like you might get a chuckle, but it's pretty painful. Yeah, that seems like torture. Oh, I forgot to finish telling you about Brent because he's L.A. now. Um, I uh, he asked like if we had a comedy scene here in Greenville, and I, I said it's a small, growing one. And he said uh, he played college sports, which you didn't play a sport, right? Not in college, but in high no. school. Yeah, that's right. Um, he said he would never recommend anybody start in LA because unless you're real tough, you probably will burn out and quit. Um, I think people are nicer here than I expected, though. Really? Yeah. Just like but, finding uh, my friend group has been hard because I make friends like here and there in different cliques, but I haven't like found a clique yet. Yeah. So you don't have like a comic clique yet that you're really. I kind of do, but they're all 23. So I feel like the grandma. Oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. No, they're cool and nice. Um, There's a mic we go to on Thursdays together. I got Reese you. Is in that group. Reese is in that group. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Reese, former podcast guest. Um. But uh, anyway, he said, like, for most people, he recommends and this is kind of what you did. I mean, you went to L.A. pretty early. But um, if you start in a smaller pond, uh, that's kind of more supportive, like a Greenville. And you become a big fish in a small pond. Then when you move, you're still a small fish. But at least you know how to swim is what he said. Yeah. So um, you can kind of navigate your way like that. Yeah. But. Like, yeah, staying would have been cool or just to, like, get better before coming here. But, you know, I got the job when I did. So it is what it is. It's working out so far. Do you like the job? It's a job. It's fine. It's just a lot busier than my old one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So not much free time for this gal, but yeah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Have you gotten it? Go ahead. What? I get to make cooler stuff. At least it's a lot more like TV and stuff compared to my old job. Yeah. Can you just, can you talk about any projects you have? Or is that off the, No. no? 
I think one of them's launching during the Grammys. So watch the Grammys. Well, what? Well, um, I was I, I I was I liked some of the stuff you were talking about, like uh, one of your clients. I don't want to say the name of it. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. It's not video game related or anything. Uh, oh, that's not the one I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, video game stuff. Video too. game stuff. Family based commercials. Very. I mean, it's enjoyable though, right? I mean, you're in a creative field. Yeah. I'll, so you see yourself staying in that for a long time, right? Yeah, the creative advertising space for sure. Mm-hmm. That's all I know how to do. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. When are you going to, have you thought about starting acting yet? Absolutely not. No. You're not going to do that. Act. Although I might, I, I would for sure be in a commercial. Cause I learned how much those people make. How much do people in commercials make? Uh, for whatever, I think they can get like 40,000 or I don't know if that's right. But like, I heard a crazy number when we were talking about people in our commercial and I was like, wait, they're not doing anything. Individual actors make that much. I think so. Oh my so, goodness. I'm like, I, I don't want to act, but I could be like in a stupid commercial and yeah, get some money. Yeah. I'm eager to uh, start acting. I want to try. You say you can only play yourself. That's not acting. Yeah. Then what are you going to do? I'll, I, <laughs> I want to um, learn how to play. uh I just want to, I don't know. I've never even been told how to do it. So like, I wanted to be taught how to do it and I, I'm going to be taking acting classes in Atlanta soon. But, oh, yeah. um, I also, um, I want to figure out, yeah, how to maybe do other stupid characters and see if I could do that. Um, because actually I forget who said this recently, but somebody said about acting that to be, uh, to act comedically, you kind of have to be stupid. You have to play somebody who is stupid yeah. um, or like, obviously, yeah, not trying to be taken seriously at all. Like you got to be playing the dumb guy, um, which I think is true. Like if I think about the funniest actor acting parts I've ever seen, um, like uh, MacGruber, have you seen MacGruber? Maybe. MacGruber is a complete idiot. Okay. Let's think of another one. Tommy boy. I'm so bad with movies. Dumb and That's Dumber. Not- okay, I gotta get one that you know. Dumb and Dumber. I, I know it, but I don't know if I've seen it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, they play the two biggest idiots in the world. Yeah. So for it to be a funny character, like, yeah, you kind of have to play the dumb guy. So I could do that. I could play different versions of dumb guys that aren't all me. Although I am pretty. I could play. I could just play an idiot. Maybe you do just have to be yourself. Maybe yes. that. Yeah. That's why I could do comedic acting because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, just take your little class and you'll be good to go. I wrote I wrote one script that I wanted you to be in. And is that the one I didn't like? Yeah, why did you like it? It wasn't funny. It was about you dumping me because I looked at Instagram uh, girls. Do girls do that though? Dump because boys look at Instagram girls? I didn't Ma- buy it. Would you would you dump Raymond if he had uh, no. liked some Instagram girls? No, he can do whatever the instagram girls <laughs> wow you're pretty you're pretty chill then 
Yeah. Mm. Cool girl, Whitney. Yeah. So what else? Do you have any NFTs yet? No. Are you- I'll, I'll, burn, I'll burn one little joke. Uh, I, okay. It's like the end of a joke, but I, I like to say my comedy career is like an NFT. It doesn't exist. Ah, really? Does that get good laughs? It does. It does. But then comics come up after and they're like, that, that hit a little too hard. That was a little too true. <laughs> I'm like. Were they, they try to come up to you and be like, listen, I know that was a joke, but NFTs are actually the future. In fact, I have this project I want to talk to you about. No, no. Like, no after this, when I talk about like being an open micer here is funny. Cause like, if you get booked on anything, people come up to you after and they're like, oh my gosh, where can I find you? And I'm like, you did. That was it. You found like there's nothing else on the internet. Like my comedy career is like an NFT. It doesn't exist. Like, wait, wait. So what are they looking for when they say where can I find you? They're looking for like shit you have online. Yeah, like more clips, more podcasts. Yeah, just where can we find more content from you? When are you gonna do a podcast, Whitney? You got to get on the train. I know. I feel like everyone here has one. They do. Yeah, everyone. That's part of like the welcome basket when you move here. You get a podcast. Okay. Podcast and a parking ticket. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so where can I find you? So they're looking for content. I think yeah, that's that's actually a big thing now. Well, people are when I remember to tweet, but it's about yeah, it. your your Twitter's great, really. My um, mom thinks so too. Mm-hmm, that's a good stream. I want to continue to get my tweets going. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of eager to get better. Uh, to where I can have more clips that I feel comfortable posting and leaving up and leaving up. Well, cause now I get to a point where like, I, I might think something's good, but I'm worried in like a couple months, I'm going to think it's, it's dog shit still. Like I'm still early enough to where like, I think there yeah. could be, it could where get, dog shit. what's that? Just kidding. Um, yeah. And it's also like, we don't have only, but so much material. So like, why would we put it out? And then you come see us and it's like, that was it that yeah you saw it Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you have like a whole like library of jokes or an arsenal yeah i like i use the podcast clips as content for now like those are like my crowd work clips that like like there's something like if you wanted to see something if you want to see me being awkward you could go yes if you want to see yeah 60 second clips of like me and somebody else talking those are something and i'll watch those yeah see that's what most people watch most people don't have the time to sit through a two-hour interview but your um, interviews are way too long i don't care they are what they are i mean yeah. i i you know well it'll i just want to keep doing it this is how we do it but yeah for the time you've, got, you've gotten better at it for sure really yeah which no, one you're, you're more cha-cha and more just like normal cha-cha. versus like you know you had your like six or however many like questions you asked everyone the same thing you just like you just more let it flow and you ask questions based off the person which you're gonna get let it flow so no thank you i like that um so the nft thing oh i had a joke a line that i i wanted to try but i haven't tried it yet about how my buddy was so obsessed with nfts and he said dude this is the next big thing god's not real but the metaverse is do you think that's funny 
like a chuckle. Maybe. You didn't laugh. I mean, I'm not like laughing. I think it's not real. Chuckling on the inside. But the metaverse is. <laughs> yeah, it depends on like what else is around it. God, that was kind of the whole. That was the crux of it. Th- that was it. <laughs> that was- I was really, I was really banking on that being the whole line. No, but I'd, I'd say like within the last 10 days, the two things that have tripped me out the most in terms of like the future, well, and like just everything has been the war, number one, and number two with NFTs. Yeah. And I don't know, have you have you researched this at all? Like, I'll talk about it for a little bit. NFTs? Mm-hmm. How do you, yeah, I, I would like to get into them because have I told you about the jacket? No. The uh, okay. So, what was it like? October 2020. I went to visit a friend for Halloween. You know, she's really good friends with this jacket designer, celebrity jacket designer. I black out, and she. Uh, the last thing I remember is she's like, "You really should have one of these jackets. Like, you deserve it." And then the next day, I wake up next to the jacket with no recollection of like buying it. But turns out she bought it, and we had a five month payment plan so I could pay her back for this thirteen hundred dollar jacket. So now I still have it. So you're, want, you have to pay her back? Because she wanted to buy me this jacket so she could be better friends with this guy. Wait, I'm and confused. I, she bought the jacket? And I had to pay her back. Okay. So you're yeah. still making payments on this thing? No, I already paid it off. It was a long time ago. But okay. I want to make that into an NFT and try to see if I can get some money back. Yeah. Because I couldn't sell it on Poshmark. My pictures weren't good enough. <laughs> Poshmark. I don't even know what that is. Poshmark. Is that like eBay for clothes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, that someone gave me that idea. They're like, you should make an NFT. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But yes. I think the NFT would be like a digital picture or something. Of my bedazzled jean jacket? Well, it could be of anything, but then that ties to ownership of the jacket. Like if you own the NFT, you get the jacket. Yeah. And then the jacket changes hands depending on who owns the NFT. I don't know. The NFT. Okay. Do you know what NFT stands for? Non-tangible. Fire. Non-fungible non- token. That's right. I should know this. Like we talk about it at work. You do? Yep. So, okay. So av- a major advertiser is talking about NFTs. I think I'm, I think one of my projects were making one. You're making one. We have one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my idea. Really? Wait, wait, wait. So you, so you're pitching this shit. You don't even understand it. I'm just, I just throw out buzzwords. I'm just like, and it's an NFT, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. like someone else will figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I think, and I actually. Click the the NFT stuff clicked in my brain before World War Three broke out, so I'm really hoping World War Three doesn't, because that could really mess up everything with capitalism and your NFT. Bitcoins. How are your bitcoins doing? Yeah, uh, not great. Um, <laughs> I mean, they have it hasn't crashed, but it's hanging in there. But I'm glad you brought up Bitcoin because obviously it relates to the two. So I'm going to try and describe what I know about NFTs. So we're going to. Ma- I'm going to go ahead and mansplain. I'm going to mansplain. Okay. They explaining. So, NFTs. Crypto. (laughs) 
cryptocurrency. That's what your listeners want. Is this is this their thing? This is it. This is they. My listeners want to hear about the about the future. So, <laughs> cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. You know what that is? Yeah, it's yeah, it's Bitcoin. It's Bitcoin. Yeah, well, Bitcoin's the main one. Yeah, the first one. And there's there's like a fixed amount of it, right? Right. right. It slowly gets expanded, but very slowly. Um. And as currency, Bitcoin's like gold. It's like the digital gold. And then there's a bunch of other ones, you know, like Dogecoin and all those. Yeah. So picture those as being like less reliable currencies, but currencies from other countries. So picture it like gold in the real world. Okay. And then you also have like the peso, the dollar, the yen. You got it? No, you're not listening. Are you Are you listening? I just don't care. You don't care? No. Well, this is. It's okay. I don't have to care. Okay, no, no, no. Just picture that. Okay, just picture that. Okay. Digital currency in this like Space Jam universe. Picture that. Okay, like virtual reality world. That's the currency you can use in that world. Okay. And and that's and these NFTs are like assets that tie into the blockchains of those currencies. Okay. Blockchain. What's that? Blockchain. The blockchain is a record of transactions between people. It's a receipt. It's a receipt. Right. So before on the internet, you couldn't own anything. But like with these currencies, and keep in mind, they're like variable, like there's fucking poop coin. Doge. That's like that's like a really shitty third world country's currency. Like it's probably going to be real shitty. It's probably going to go to zero, but it still correlates in some kind of value. Uh-huh. So like you could have NFTs in these other countries' currencies digitally, right? So, um, and this is where it all came together to me. Like if you could own something in a digital space and people go more into like this virtual reality type experience, like Facebook's making a metaverse. Adidas has a metaverse. Snoop Dogg has a metaverse. So these are like digital locations where you can actually buy shit on the blockchains of these other cryptocurrencies. And again, most of them aren't reliable, but Bitcoin is the only one with no current active founder. So Bitcoin is the most reliable in terms of people not fucking with it. So Bitcoin backstops all of this shit. And the only reason I think it's going to be valuable in the future is I think more and more people, because of how vain we are, are going to want to be in the metaverse. They're going to want to trade shit. They're going to want to say, this is my metaverse Whitney jacket that I own. And it also correlates to real world stuff. Like if you were in, um, like, let's say Joe Rogan came out with his own NFTs. If you got in early on that, then maybe it ties to like going to all of his shows. And then that can be bought and sold. So like there's marketing potential and stuff. But you could also be fully engrossed in like a Space Jam matrix where each planet is like a different. Was this the right episode for this combo? Just wondering. I'm trying to. I'm I'm this guy. I'm that guy. I'm the I'm the crypto metaverse guy. Did, does that does that make sense? Like, yeah, here and there. My brain just like rejects anything it doesn't find interesting. So like sports. <laughs> All right. Crypto. I like sports. This is why it didn't work out between us. This is why it didn't work out between us. 
We don't find the same things interesting. Nope, and you're not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I love just peppering that in when I can. That's really mean. I'm going to put a dip in. Hold on. It's your show. Say something. We we can't have dead air. I'm a professional. You uh, completely forgot about your therapy conversation you were going to circle back to. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Say something else about therapy. Uh, Well, I was in it and uh, it was not very great, but we had a good time. And that song. (laughs) Was it that hard to fill 10 seconds? Yep. That's called crowd work, baby. Oh, my gosh. Sounds great. Um, So tell me about your therapy experience. You you only went for three months? Yeah. And when was this? This was summer 2020. Okay. The pandemic, I hadn't made any friends in Greenville yet. So I was like, I need to talk to someone who's not my mom and so you needed yeah. to fix yourself so people would want to be friends with you. No, I just like needed someone to talk to. And I also was like still in my last relationship and not sure what to do about that. Okay. Um, her advice was to marry him for his money. And I was like, I don't think you're a good therapist. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me that. Mm-hmm. Which is just fine. I think she just wanted to be like best friends. And yeah. I kept making her laugh the whole time for the 50 minutes. And I was like, that's when I started thinking maybe I should try stand up and maybe she should pay me for these sessions because she's getting more out of it than I am. That's a really funny idea. A therapist that's just like a horrible that gives you like the opposite advice of what you think a real therapist would. Oh yeah. She, the first day I was talking about my anxiety and she was like, have you tried coloring? And I'm like, <laughs> I mean like, no. And then dude, she- shut up. I'd be like, okay, next suggestion. You're on the clock, dude. Swing and a miss. She sent me a pixelated picture from her own coloring book. She's like, well, let me text you a picture and took a picture from her coloring book, texted it to me for me to print out and color, mm-hmm. which by then it's just a big blur. Right. I was like, thank you. I think I'm cured. That's so stupid. We coloring books. Dude, come on. You went to, you, you have a degree. Coloring books. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, she had like an older son, so she, she. I think she just likes the. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard the cliches about therapy are. Uh, number one, uh, everything that's your problem was your parents' fault, like how you were raised. Blame your parents, <laughs> and maybe. See, she never even want to get into that. I would try to be like, "Well, what do you think the reason I do this, or why is this a pattern?" She's just like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What, yeah, when therapy starts, are you supposed to like lay out your whole life story? Is that how most therapists begin? Like, they ask you a lot of questions about yourself first. Okay. And then it's just like, well, what are you here for? What are you going to talk about? Mm. Apparently, it's the weeks where you have nothing to talk about where you get a lot done. So they say. Yeah. That's where I would just make her laugh the most. And I'm like, I'm winning. I crush therapy. She thinks I'm a rock star. Mm. You view therapy as like, another achievement yeah it was also the same that's time really unhealthy I, that's why i had to quit i had a dumper i had a dumper because she tried to dump me she was like maybe we should just meet once a month and I was ah! like, uh-huh. 
Why? Did you not have a lot to say in the sessions? Because I had broken up with my boyfriend. She was cool. You did what you wanted to do. And I'm like, wait, but there's like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And she was like, well, you seem fine. So we're just going to talk once a month. So the next time I was like, you know what? I think we're done. And she was like, that's awesome. That's great. What? <laughs> a lot more boring. So she didn't even like you as a client. Oh man. I know. Um, I, uh, there's a show called Afterlife starring Ricky Gervais on Netflix. I've heard of that. You've heard of it? Yeah. Uh, one of the funny characters, I think, is the therapist of one of the guys. And he is just the worst therapist ever. And he's got like this thick accent and he just sits back in his chair and he's talking about this chick that he banged the night before. He's like, probably yeah. like, <laughs> and, and <laughs> he's just like a scoundrel of a guy. And he's like, all problems. He's like, <laughs> Anyway, you probably you had to be there, I guess. I think I had to be there, but I real I missed out is what that showed me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I do have a life coach I'll talk to once a year, and she's really proud of me. Oh yeah, what's yeah. the latest with that? Did you talk to her um, since you've uh, uh, moved to LA? A little bit, because she was like, "Wait, when did you move to LA? What when did when did this happen?" Hey, you didn't tell like, your life coach? Jeez. Well, I talked to her once a year. It wasn't wasn't yeah, time yet. And plus, she follows me on Instagram, so I'm like, she knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I posted that last Instagram of the 365 days later, she put it on her story. It was like, I'm so proud of her. Mm. Yeah, so I think I'm her favorite. Yeah. I think. Mm. Probably not. So what's your next goal in comedy? Besides, I know you have the vague goal of um, I want to get really good. But do you see comics in your scene that like are maybe a few years ahead and what they're doing? Like, are they becoming feature acts for famous comics? Are they trying to become regulars at the store at the, the stove? No. Um, like what is what seems to be the leveling up for for where you're at? You know who I want to be? Um, have you heard of Catherine Blanford in Atlanta? Yes. I, sh- I, told, I told you about her already. I love her. Never yeah. met her. I love I, her. I think she's so funny. Surprisingly, she's a-, a great suggestion. And uh, just kidding. No, I I loved her. I saw. Um, I really want to see her. But, you, you know, I she I don't know if they're still doing this, but she and Sweet Baby Kita. And I don't know if you know her. She's the uh, big uh, uh, voluptuous black lady. She's hilarious. Uh, she's, she calls, I think she's from Spartanburg originally, but she's gotten pretty big. I think she's like got 20,000 followers and has some credits now on some pretty big, uh, shows. She and Catherine Blanford were going to do a podcast together. And I don't know if they'd started it yet, but they were kind of teasing it. And I thought that would be such a great one because, um, like, I don't know Catherine Blanford that well, but just seeing her material and seeing how confident and like likable and she's pretty and she's like, she's kind of got it all going. Yeah. Um, Who are you texting? No, I'm looking up Catherine Blanford's. Um, let's see if she's doing that. Pop. But yeah, you so you want to be her. Like the Whitney version of her. The Whitney version. Mm-hmm. She's just so cool. She's, doing Are, cool she's like six years in and just like crushing it. I yeah. Comedy too. Are there people is- out there in LA that are at a similar type level? Like the, like, 
what how I compare her is like she's like a laughing skull best of type comedian who also yeah. does maybe even more than those groups of people. Yeah. I don't know the people very well here that are at that level. Like I know of them. I follow them on Instagram, but there's just so many of them. Oh, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah. That are, that are at that, like, yeah, they're either five to seven year, uh, feature level kind of comedian. Yeah. Or they're like 10 years in, they're working at the store and they get to go up like sometimes, Um, but they're still like headlining like around otherwise. I gotcha. Yeah, there's just a bazillion here. Mm-hmm. Hard to keep up. Yeah. All right. So Whitney wants to be the next Catherine Blanford. You know who's uh, a hilarious I friend? What's that? I just want to be her friend too. There's you a lot. Be of... friend? Yeah. You should hit her up, man. I should... That's so creepy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Have... I'm not a slide in the DMs kind of gal. Yeah, I'm actually not that guy either. I know you may not believe that, but I. I be that guy not with that haircut no i try to not do that uh i kind of want to ask this brent guy to do the podcast because he's here one more day and we talked a little bit yeah do you think that'd be like if you don't ask now then you can't you know right what's the worst that could happen he could say yeah therapist would say (laughs) that's what your therapist would say yeah she would just like just what's the worst that could happen so now i ask myself that all the time okay um, yeah, I, I try to remind myself of that when I approach girls, because uh, I, <laughs> I I I've told some other comics this before, but what because like we do stand up so many nights. I mean, I'm out of practice just hitting on girls out of the blue at a bar or in public anywhere. Like yeah. I get way in my own head about it, but I feel like with stand up, like stand up's horrifying. Like we should be confident approaching girls, but I'm not. I'm like out of practice with that part. Like I still freeze up. Like you do. Breaking the ice is the biggest thing. Once I'm talking to a girl, it's fine. Yeah, you go. Like, what did you say? Like, what would you do if I asked you to dinner? I was like, we'd probably get dinner, and then you go. Remember when that happened? You asked me to dinner and then you kissed me out of the blue for no reason. <laughs> it was at Connolly's. Yeah, but that's not how it happened. That's how it happened. No, no. Right, you, so were like, you, you were like, are you going to ask me to dinner or whatever? No, I never said that. I wouldn't have done that. You well, they were, Ryan Rubin was trying to push it on us. And then I said, I'm not like, I, I said, I don't know if it's a good idea. Like we're friends, but I'm not. And then I said, like, I'm not scared of you. I Terrible. said that. Yeah, I said I'm not scared of you, and then I kissed you. Baller move, dude. Baller move, dude. Is <laughs> what? And now here we are. She moved across the country. Moved, yeah, yeah. Baller move, and then she moved away. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Well, we'll change my name. Yeah, I, th- I, had, I, I had some confidence that well, then I, then I lost it all for the, the, the axe throwing date. That was horrible. That was horrible. I would like that one back. It's just the date that never ended was the problem. Yeah. So for anybody who hasn't heard this and who's made it an hour and a half into a podcast, I asked Whitney out, took her out to axe throwing. No, you took me. No, here's what happened. You're like, okay. It's like whatever time it was meet at my place before. Okay. I have a surprise for you. He hands me a white claw. We go watch the sunset on the roof. It's not sunset yet. I'm just staring into the sun. So then we go to dinner. Okay, at- wait, wait. First, 
Sunset White Claw move, I thought on paper, kind of good. On paper, but I hate anything romantic like that. And you didn't know that. I didn't know. No, I thought you'd be like, oh my gosh, I love this guy. No, romance makes me want to kill myself. So then we go to dinner somewhere nice. Just trying to get you drunk. And then we go axe throwing. (laughs) Then we go dancing. And then you're like, let's get eat ice cream. And I was like, I need to go to bed. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't flowing. Too much. Too much. I pick just like walked. Pick two of those activities, and you yep. would have been fine. Yep. And I just took your. I got to go to bed as rejection, and then I never asked you out again. Yeah, and then you ghosted me. No, I thought you rejected me. That's that was the confusion. No, I didn't. Which is tremendously uninteresting. This is just, yeah, yeah. this. Miscommunication. Huh? We've all accepted it. The the whole Greenville community accepted we're dying alone. Yeah. That's okay. Mm. Yeah, there hasn't been very many successful comic relationships here. Um Jeff and Callie were dating, but I think they might not be anymore. I don't think they are. She posts too many cryptic Instagram stories. You can (laughs) cut it out. That's how I that's how I guessed it wasn't working anymore. Well, comedians, and I love both of them. Oh, they're I don't want to. We shouldn't yeah. be talking, but like, we're dysfunctional haters, big time. Yeah. But but hopefully getting better. I I want to I want to ask Brent how his dating life is because now he's in his thirties and like. I mean, they do know. get married after a while. What's that? The comics do get married and have kids. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a girl comedian in New York that. Um, she she got married at 35 and she said her her joke about it was she feels like she got the last helicopter out of Saigon. Do you know what that yeah, had reference to? I think that's Vietnam. Um because yeah. after after like a decade in the New York nightlife comedy scene, she's like, Oh my god, I'm so sick of this. So yeah. I think if you're if you're hitting the comedy clubs and doing it in cities like New York or LA and everything, after you hit you know, a certain level in your thirties, you're probably like, all right, I'll still do the shows, but I kind of want to go home to like a, a, a fiance. That'd be nice. I don't know. I think my sleeping area, like the way I sleep now, I have a pillow here, a pillow here, three, like there's no room for anybody. Okay. I just, yeah. That's fine. How, do you feel like, how is your sleep schedule? Cause this is something I'm trying to like adjust right now. Do you feel like you stay up way too late? Not anymore because of work. Okay. So you've you've had to adjust that where you'll you'll go home after shows and not socialize till like no one socializes after. They go to the next mic. That's really? why it's harder to make friends too. Yeah. That's why what? That's why it's harder to make friends because no one like stays to hang. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I also have earlier mics, so I just do those, then I go to bed. Yeah. See, my problem is I'm such a sucker for the hang now that like I'll hang, I'll stay to the end of a mic and then I'll, and then we'll go out after and I'm not even drinking. Like I don't, like I, I still don't. So, but I'm still like up so late and I'm on this cycle now where like, I'm not tired until like one or 2 AM ever anymore. Sometimes where I've had to tell you to go to bed and I'm yeah. here. And you're there. Yeah. So it's like 11 year time or something. And then, you know, I'm supposed to be up early selling stuff, but sometimes I have to hit the snooze and I'm like, I just physically can't. 
And if I do make it, then I'm like just dead. And then I end up taking a nap at like four for like two hours. And then I'm like wired till 3 a.m. again. So it's like this vicious cycle. Somebody yeah. suggested that I should uh, just try and stay awake for 24 hours. So bad for you. It, yeah. But if I could do that, then I would actually have to go to bed at a decent hour. Like I'd be so tired by the time the, the mic ended that I'd be like in bed at 10 and then normal human being again. You still leave people wanting more. Oh, with the uh, with the hang too. That's what my mom always says. Leave a party before it's over. Don't shut it down. Mm. I don't listen to it, but it's true. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when you would hang out here. I feel like you could get talked into staying out pretty late if we were doing karaoke or whatever. Yeah, I can. You can always talk me into staying out later. Yeah, I I did that to Bill the other night. Bill's like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna head out. I was like, Bill, you're heading out? No. He's like, Well, we're we doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I could be convinced. I was like, I didn't take that much. I was like, yeah, let's get to karaoke song. But yeah, just give me one mediocre reason why. Yeah, I don't remember. Were you hitting coffee underground much when? Um, like sometimes. Yeah, I don't think the mic had co- fully gotten like back into its swing. Yeah. Before, but now um, I think it was just starting to actually because I remember inviting you out on a Monday. But now the hangs uh, on Monday are pretty regular at Sharky's. Because because Craig Holcomb hosts the the Monday one and Travis a lot and then now like Craig loves karaoke so like we'll just hit that up so your your Monday night could be fried you know yeah and then there's not really a great Tuesday mic in town right now so like if you go to Columbia on a Tuesday and you go up late you'll be back at like one a.m. yeah Wednesday radio room if there's twenty plus comics you're out of there by eleven maybe twelve. Yeah. And, then, and then Thursday, you're out after Comedy Zone till like one or two. So like, and then, yeah, if you, am I boring you? No, you're just talking about sleep and I'm getting sleepy. And you're boring. Uh, that's why, that's why I had to like bump this one back because I was uh, doing, uh, I was, I needed a nap. That's why you bumped our last one too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i need to i don't know i need to like be more disciplined about going to bed i guess you do You're but third, I, will, I love being nocturnal though i love being up late why what are, what are you accomplishing nothing but it's just my time to like relax kind of where i don't have anything like i'm not stressed about a show i'm not stressed about work until Here we go. the impending doom of the next day hits me and i can just watch louis on fx or Mm-hmm. And eat some disgusting um, McDonald's takeout or something at, at 2 a.m. Living the dream. Mm-hmm. Maybe stay nocturnal. Embrace it. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So what have we not talked about? I'm trying to think. You kind of cut off my NFTs thing. I think NFTs are going to be a future I thing think, with comedy. I think we don't go back to the NFTs. We don't go back to NFTs? No. No. You can talk about it on your next episode. Okay. I'll talk about it with somebody who actually cares. Yeah. All right. Mm. What's your favorite thing about LA comedy? About LA comedy, just that there's so much of it. And you can see real people on any given day. Mm-hmm. Give me some other real people that you've seen. Maybe that aren't super famous, but. I saw Jared Freed. Uh, he's a New York comic who has a lot of podcasts. He's really funny. And I got a picture with him after and 
he's one of the comics that inspired me to try it because he would talk about like open mics and stuff on his podcast. And I was like, oh, anyone can do it. But what came out of my mouth was your podcast got me through season one of COVID. And it like just came off really like I was about to off myself or something. He was just like, great. I'm so glad. And like gave me a hug. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you only have like 30 seconds to say something. And I was like, God, I picked that. Dude, Jared Freed's good, man. Um, He has a tweet that's really fun. I just looked him up. I know who he is. Uh, yeah, he's like got 250,000 Instagram followers. Stud. Has his bachelor live streams. Is what? Bachelor live stream. So like live stream him watching it and he's just screaming at the TV the whole time. Oh, that's great. David Spade made like a career of doing bachelor reactions on his Instagram stories. Yeah. Like yeah. David Spade, like obviously he was famous before, but he became like some of those 90s actors kind of stay irrelevant because they don't stay active on social media. David Spade made a huge comeback through yeah. Bachelor reactions on his Instagram stories. That was like one of the sole reasons he got his own show on Comedy Central. But uh, yeah, I like this Jared Freed tweet. He said this week, remember your most unhinged friend during the pandemic? Well, they're back as a war correspondent. Oh, yeah. Which is so true, dude. My uh, my Hillsdale group chat is full of people commenting on the war. And I, I and they all know what they're talking about, I'm sure. Well, the, the annoying part is they're all conspiracy. Well, they're mostly conspiracy theorists. So they're, they're never content with like watching the news coverage and just accepting what's happening as objective fact. So they'll be like, oh, the real thing that's going on is China and Russia are like conspiring right now which they might be but that's not thinking for this gal what's that that's too much thinking for this gal yeah or my one buddy said the real reason they're attacking is because there's bio labs in ukraine that are u.s sponsored and the u.s is making bioweapons like new viruses and shit and and putin didn't want to have viruses being released right next to him <sighs> Sense. I wouldn't want viruses released next to me either, I guess. Well, it's it's that's just a reach. And like all this conspiracy. I'm just like, dude, and I like I'm rooting for the Ukrainian people to fight back. And they're like, well, it's not as simple. The US did a puppet regime and their their president Zelensky is actually really corrupt too. And and this is all about warmongering and justifying starting a new cold war. And the US is actually kind of the bad guys in some of this. And just a lot you gotta mute the group text i do but that's kind of like who the jared freed people like he's talking about like yeah yeah they're they're like alex jonesing out about war conspiracies and uh yeah although some of them are kind of fun if you think i don't know on the conspiracies yeah like if you think china actually started COVID on purpose to that's a fun conspiracy to screw over america to get trump out of office because they hated trump and uh you know they didn't care about killing their own people so like just let's screw the whole world over and uh, make everybody weak so they could you know emerge stronger on the other side of it (laughs) you're not interested in this at all are you Brittany? I think the conspiracies I was into in college, like all the Illuminati stuff. Really? I watched documentaries on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Epstein crowd? No, like the Beyonce crowd. Beyonce. Um, yeah. I went to her concert once and there were people with protest signs outside of it. 
like she's in the Illuminati. Don't go in. And I'm like, these tickets are expensive. I will absolutely go in and buy merch. Yeah. Isn't the rumor with them that they have like these witch kettle parties where they like uh, eat human bodies and blood and stuff? Is that? I'll, and- I'll find. Do they live here? I could find out. Yeah, that's what that you're supposed to be like an operative on the inside figuring out if this shit is real. Uh, I, like to, to get ultra famous, you have to pay a price to initiate into the uh, the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to get booked on the sidewalk to get heavily. <laughs> I don't think I'm on, on you've that gotten, level. You've gotten booked on some shows. What shows have you gotten booked on so far? Uh, some at some Italian restaurant and then some on the, the sidewalk. Not okay. Nothing crazy yet. Okay. My goal is just 10 bookings this year. How many have you? How many have you gotten so far? Four or five. Nice. Yeah. Did pretty well. You're way ahead of the game. A lot of them are like the same place though. So I'm like, maybe it should be like 10 different shows. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Well, Whitney, we're almost at two hours. Yeah. And I'm kind of getting hungry. Are you? What's your favorite food out there? Are there any? I there's a burger chain that is in and out. In and out, yeah. Do you like that? I tried it once when I visited a few years ago. I'd rather have a Big Mac. Big Mac, yeah. I kind of feel like In and Out is like the Chick Fil A of California or something. Yeah, I bought so much Chick Fil A sauce off Amazon because I thought it wasn't here, but they have it here in the grocery. They do. Yeah. So you have like a ton of Chick Fil A sauce, just. Yeah, I, I overreacted. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll never get to have it again. And no, it's at my local grocery store and I the pop. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Mm. No, All right. I'm a ramen out here. I'm a big ramen gal now. Ramen gal? It's like sophisticated ramen, though, right? It's not like the kind you get at Walmart. I mean, I'll still get that too, but. But they yeah. have like nice ass ramen places. I didn't realize this. This is how culturally ignorant I am. Um, yeah. Like, like I visited New York city last December and like we went to this ramen place and it was insanely good and really fancy too. Yeah. Not That's a good a- spot because it's a lot of slurping, but a mm-hmm. good, a good like comfort food though, or like hangover food. Yeah. I don't mind the slurp. Mm-hmm. All right. Should, should we wrap this up? Get the show on the road. Cause I'm also going to a mic kind of soonish. You are. What's the mic tonight? Uh, well, it's at three today. It's uh called, or it's it's at the pizza place I like to go to, and this is the one where the best set gets fifty bucks. I haven't won, but <laughs> I'm gonna try new stuff, so I'm not gonna win today. But but just to get my third for the week. Third mic for the week. Yeah, I was All gonna right. do two last night, but I was like, I'm kind of tired. All right. Well, um, I love that you're still doing it. I yeah, told yeah. you before I, I was worried you were gonna like get out there and and maybe just be like, eh, I don't want to be stand up anymore. Into my beach volleyball team, and I just have no time for stand up. Yeah. Do you, are you on a beach volleyball team? I am. We're yeah. Undefeated. What's that? We're undefeated. Undefeated? Oh, nice. We've had two games. We've had two games, but technically we're undefeated. That was your. Was that one of your sports in high school? No, I hate volleyball. You and hate it. It hurts. You're like, ah, ow. Dude, I agree completely. When I do, uh, I'm good at it. Yeah, that was like I, that's what I'm most impressed with girls that can do it. It's it's the pain to the forearms. And just I, uh, 
diving and landing on your face and just like being fine with it. Mm-hmm. But, but you're it's, killing. Like, it's in the sand, so mm-hmm. it's fine. All right. So Whitney's doing well, doing stand up, killing it, getting booked, beach volleyball, and she's still single. Mm. Yep. Good to know. Rest of the year. (laughs) Probably next year. No, no, that's good. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to shout out before we sign off? Social media wise, I'll I'll link everything like before, but wanted to get a Whitney update. Not a thing. I am hungry, and this is a very long episode. Oh, what? Come on. Shout out to all my friends in Greenville. What's that? I said, said shout out to all my friends in Greenville. Okay. Miss them all, and make sure you're in town in May. Yeah, what are are the days you're going to be here again? The May 18th through 22nd. May 18th through 22nd. Come see Whitney. I'll be lit. And yeah, check out her comedy and the social media stuff. Um, I think your Twitter is probably the most impressive. But no one sees it. That's no, you get I I mean, I don't know. I'm seeing I I can't be the person who puts it on my Instagram because that's embarrassing. If like two people like it and I'm like Instagram story, my tweet. Well, you could. I think you should. I think you should start doing that. You should start Instagram storying your tweets as your first step. And then maybe like in a few years, you put it as your post. But I see other people do that and they're not funny. And I'm like, well, you could kind of go off of how many likes it gets like, oh, this one kind of got a lot of likes. I can put that on my Instagram story. Okay. I'm paranoid about that, too, though. I don't put my own comedy. I'll just put like a picture. Maybe I Um, I just put the pictures in the boomerangs. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait till we get funnier before we start promoting but follow whitney on twitter that's that's a good one and you need to get a youtube channel going do you have a youtube channel yet no why would i what would i put on there well you need to start because i'm telling you that's what brent pella said that's that's how um i'm just strictly stand up though i don't do the sketches yeah well they don't have to be sketches but like just content where you have whether it's interview stuff or crowd work stuff that you could start to clip up and um Cause I'm telling you, man, I think YouTube's the the way to go um, until NFTs become a thing and you can do comedy NFTs. But, uh, but yeah, what's that? Sell my jokes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you could own a joke, like a playing card, I think that'd be pretty dang cool. Yeah. I think Denny's did that. They sold their tweets. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you could own a Denny's tweet, well, that's worth, but all right. Okay, this has been great. I had the best time. Um, I'm, I'm going to let you go. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Whitney. Of course. I'll and be the first one to have a third episode. What's that? I'll be the first one to have a third episode, right? I guess. I mean, we're going like a year between repeats. So, but yeah, when you break big and you become a comedy store regular, then we'll have you back on. We get, I will. When I, when I graduate from the broom closet in the sidewalks. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Whitney. Look forward to see you in May. All right. You too. All right. Goodbye.